I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. I am so excited to talk about this concept of saying sorry. Specifically, women over-apologizing when they don't actually mean it and didn't actually do anything wrong. So a few years ago, I actively started limiting the amount that I was habitually saying sorry when I didn't actually do anything. And it really started in this moment. I was standing in an airport waiting online and someone bashed into me with their suitcase and I instinctively said, I'm so sorry when they hit me. And then the person turned back around to me and said, no problem. Has this ever happened to you? It was really one of those defining moments where I felt like I kind of popped out of my body. And I was like, I apologize way too much. Why am I always apologizing for things that I don't even do? And then I started to notice how my girlfriends were doing the same thing. Not only did they apologize when somebody bumped into them, but they were also over apologizing for things like crying, for getting angry, for running one minute behind, for taking a few hours to answer a text message. And I also see this with my clients. So for those of you who don't know, I'm a business and a leadership coach. And all the time I have clients say to me, I'm sorry, I don't understand this, or I'm so sorry, I'm going to be two minutes behind, or I'm sorry, can I ask one more question? And basically what we're doing here is apologizing every single day for being human, for being a woman. And this habit of over-apologizing really does keep us out of our power because it's a habit that says, I'm going to blame myself for having feelings here, for taking up space, for being emotive, for needing to ask a question or sometimes needing some more time before I get to your text message. And this habitual apologizing really isn't something that I see in men personally, very rarely. And as usual, I wanted to see if there was some science to support that women apologize more compulsively than men. And of course there is. So while it's like a little bit conflicting, I did come across one study and I thought it was really fascinating and I wanted to share and I'll link it in the show notes. So in this study, they had men and they had women keep a log of all of the times that they apologized over a period of a couple of weeks. And they did find that, yes, women apologize more than men. Not shocking. But the reason why is really fascinating. So the reason they apologize more is because they reported committing more apology-worthy offenses. So basically, women will typically deem a situation as apology-worthy more times than a man will. And likely because of this, women also believe that they're owed more apologies than men think that they are. So for example, based on this study, if you didn't reply to a friend for a few hours via text message, 
you would likely say, I'm sorry, as a woman. But a man may not do that at all. He may just answer the text message. And so you may be curious right now, like, okay, but what's the big deal? Like, okay, throw out a sorry, who cares? But actually, it really is a big deal because we don't only do this in friendships or at the airport when somebody crashes into us and we say sorry. We also do this in work environments too, which if you need the reminder, the pay gap. So like women on average were paid 22% less than men. And this was as of 2022. And this inequality is greater for black women and for Hispanic women. And we literally cannot afford to put ourselves down anymore. And that is what over-apologizing does. It keeps us out of our power and in a place of perpetually feeling like we're doing something wrong. So for example, if you run two minutes late to a meeting, a man may not say, I'm so sorry, as he comes into the Zoom room, whereas a woman who has conditioned herself and has been conditioned by society to think that she is a problem or to think that she's messing up or feeling like she needs to blame herself feels like, OK, now she needs to walk into that meeting apologizing instead of either A, just staying silent and walking into the Zoom room or B, saying something like, thank you for your patience here. Thank you for your grace. And what that's going to do, it's going to build your confidence rather than diminish your confidence with an apology where it's not really owed. And also that's going to have people around you perceive you as somebody who did something wrong when in reality you were just being human or maybe you were waiting in the waiting room to be let into Zoom, but now you're three minutes late. So when we habitually apologize, what that does is reinforce the belief that you've done something wrong, which is going to bring those feelings of shame, guilt, and just a lack of confidence that really doesn't need to be there. And it's also setting the standard for the other women around you that, hey, you don't have much room to F up here and we really need to change that. So quick story time about this. I recently made breakfast plans with a woman who I met on a leadership retreat and she was just in New York from Florida for the weekend. And it's somebody who I deeply admire. She's really successful, very inspiring and well-known woman in the coaching industry. And I will tell you that like what I did here, I probably haven't done something like this since college, honestly. So when I set my alarm, I guess I didn't put my volume up super high. And I recently moved to Manhattan and it's really noisy. And so I'm sleeping with earplugs because it's loud. And because my volume wasn't up really high when my alarm went off at seven in the morning, I think we we're meeting at like eight or eight thirty. I didn't hear it and I just slept through it. And so I woke up to her calling me. And so she's like, hi, like I've been here for a half an hour. Are you still coming? And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. I'll be there in 15 minutes. Thankfully, she was like just down the street from my house. And so I'm running there and I'm all stressed out and I'm shit talking myself and I feel so embarrassed. And then I realized, OK, I have two options here. I can walk in and apologize a million times and take up the first 10 minutes of our sacred time together apologizing for making a human mistake. Or I could decide to apologize once. Because yeah, she was owed an apology. I made her wait, which was terrible. She was probably sitting there wondering if I was ever coming. It's rude. But one apology is enough in a situation like this. Because the only thing that's worse than making somebody wait or messing up or doing something wrong 
is now sitting in self-pity and shame and over-apologizing for the first half or even the whole time that you're with somebody. And so I got there. I said, I'm so sorry for making you wait. I was honest. I told her about my earplugs and the noisy apartment. She was like, it happens. We've all been there. We laughed and we moved on. So when we are over-apologizing and we sit in self-pity, we miss out on two really important things. A, how somebody is going to respond to you and B, the present moment. So first piece is if you do something where you need to apologize, which we are, we all are there at some point or another, I had an opportunity to see how this new friend of mine was going to respond. So pulling myself out of self-pity and into the present moment, I not only was able to be fully present with her, but I was able to receive and realize, wow, this is a gracious woman sitting in front of me. She doesn't seem annoyed. She doesn't seem offended. She's creating this compassionate space for me to just show up really messy that morning. And I felt like I had so much more respect for her because of it. And if I stayed in that shame spiral of shit talking myself in my head, that whole breakfast, we never would have actually had an opportunity to connect and to get to enjoy each other's time together. So one habit to break is over-apologizing. Next, let's talk about some more sorry things that we do that we really don't need to be doing. So the next is apologizing for your feelings, especially crying. Do not apologize for your tears. Tears are so, so healthy. So tears actually release oxytocin and endogenous opioids, otherwise known as endorphins. And these are happy chemicals and they really do help us to ease physical and emotional pain. And I really do believe that when women are fully expressing our emotions and their joy and their pain and their rage and their sadness and their grief and heartbreak, it gives other people permission to feel. It says, hey, if my feelings are welcome, the next time you want to come to me with your big feelings, they're also welcome. And that's what creates safety and connection. So the next time that your friend is really emotional and they start to apologize for crying, remind them that you never have to apologize for your tears with me. You can cry. It's okay. If you notice that somebody's about to cry, women and men need this too. Tell them it's okay to cry. It's a safe space. I'm here. I got you. This helps us raise a new generation of women who don't feel like they need to apologize for their feelings for being themselves. And not only do you not need to apologize for crying on the feelings note, we also don't need to justify our tears. So I recently had an experience where I was dating this guy who I really liked and he canceled our date kind of last minute. And then basically followed up with a, I don't have capacity to pursue this right now, text message, I'm so sorry, et cetera. And I was unexpectedly really sad about it. Like I cried. And this was the first time I was dating somebody outside of my engagement that ended about a year ago where it like really hit me. And I was talking to my friends and I kept saying like, I don't know why I'm crying. I've cried twice today. This is ridiculous. We only went on a few dates like I'm wallowing and just trying to justify in my head why I was feeling my feelings while also simultaneously apologizing for it. And then my therapist, bless her soul, reminded me 
that when you feel a loss, no matter how big or no matter how small, it's going to bump up against and trigger and activate other sad, griefy, loss-related emotions, especially the emotions that need some healing and some compassion and some attention. And so if we're constantly censoring our emotions, apologizing and justifying them, and justifying why we feel a certain way, then we're always going to be limiting the amount of time that we may actually need to fully feel an emotion and express that emotion through our sobs, through our pain. So please, let's stop apologizing for our feelings and stop justifying them because we deserve to feel them. If you're feeling them, they're there for a reason. And there is an intelligence and a wisdom to our emotions that we can only tap into when we can fully acknowledge, accept, embrace, and welcome them. Another thing to consider when we're talking about apologizing is how much you instinctively say, I'm so sorry when you see a friend in pain. So for example, I have shared with a lot of of my friends, obviously, but also new women that I've met, like when they ask me, oh, when did you move to New York? Or just asking me general questions about life. A big part of my story right now is that about a year ago, my fiance and I broke up. I was living in California. I moved to New York, da, da, da. And the look on people's faces of sheer like sadness and, and empathy when I say that my fiance and I separated is so common, especially for women, they'll put a hand on my leg and immediately they'll always say, I'm so sorry. And I always look at them and I say, you don't have to be, I'm doing so well. It was the best thing I could have ever done for myself. And well, one, they're always pretty surprised by that response, but also I have really made it a habit that when somebody shares a piece of information with me that society deems as a negative for women to experience, like a breakup, God forbid, a breakup from a fiance, we are conditioned to pity them, essentially. And granted, I'm not saying that you should stop saying I'm so sorry to your friends when they're going through a hard time. That's not what I'm saying at all. Of course, you want to empathize with somebody But really check in with yourself and also check in with the person by saying instead of defaulting, I'm so sorry for you, maybe just asking them, how are you feeling? Wow, you experienced all of that. How are you doing now? What does it feel like for you to be single? That's going to build so much more connection and honestly just lead to such a better conversation than just throwing out an I'm sorry. And what often happens now, instead of saying, I'm so sorry to someone, they tell me that they've gone through something, especially a breakup or a divorce, I'll say, how are you feeling? And then oftentimes what I'll say is congratulations. I've said that to so many people going through separations and they always sit a little bit taller because really it is a congratulations. If you are a woman on the other side of a breakup, maybe not when you're in it, that may not be the most appropriate time to congratulate them. Definitely get a feel and ask them how they're feeling, get a little bit more context about how recent it was, how they're doing, how they've landed in their new single life. But really, a congratulations is usually in order. If you think about a movie, the most magnetic, most exciting part of a movie 
is a woman who is newly single. Yeah, she's sad and she wallows for a while and there's a lot of self-pity, but then there is that glow up and really it is a celebratory season. So be mindful of how quickly you're saying to other people, I'm so sorry, before you even know if they're sitting there feeling that sense of sorriness for themselves. So the next thing that we can stop apologizing for, please, is how we look. I am so guilty of this. This is a habit I'm still trying to break. I really can't tell you how many times in my life I have walked up to my friends and said, oh, I'm so sorry. I look crazy today. I'm a mess. I can't believe I left the house like this. I can't believe I left the house like this. Is this 1952 and I forgot to put on my poofy poodle skirt? Like, come on. I really think we should be evolved past this. I speak this to myself, by the way. When we approach other women and say, I'm so sorry, I look a mess, what we're doing is telling them and teaching them, the next time you walk up to me in a messy bun with socks and your Birkenstocks on, with toothpaste on your tank top, I'm going to expect an apology. And I know you may not feel that way. I know you may be feeling like, I'm sure you do, I accept my friends however they are. They always look beautiful. They're always put together. And they also don't have to be any of that. But if we are apologizing for how we look, we set this expectation in society that women always need to be not only on their best behavior, but they need to be put together. And the same thing goes for our homes, too. Like if you go to a friend's house and this is a friend that you're close with. I went to a girlfriend's house the other night. As soon as I got there, she was like, I'm so sorry our uh, dryer broke, so I have clothes everywhere and they're all drying. I'm so sorry. The house is a mess. It's like you never have to apologize for your home. And so think about all the little ways that you are constantly, chronically apologizing and maybe make a list and start to not only hold yourself accountable, but when your friends are over apologizing, let them know, hey, you don't need to apologize. You can show up fully as you are. And on the note of messy homes, I'll leave you with one final story. So as I mentioned, I'm dating. I was on a date and I'm trying to, in my dating experience, be as honest as I can with people from the jump, like immediately just letting them know how I am, like who I am, my flaws, my red flags as quick as possible so that I don't have to waste anybody's time and I get to really see like, do they like me for all of me and not just for this first few date mask that so many of us put on. And so I was talking to them and I was like, yeah, like I'm very clean. Like I don't like shoes in the house, always clean countertops, you know, like dust bunnies, you know, laundry is always fresh. Hygiene is 100. I didn't go into all this. We we're talking about the house. I just went on a little rabbit hole. But anyways, I was like, I'm a very clean person, but I can be really messy. Like it's something that I feel so much shame about, something that I'm trying to work through and honestly just accept. And so I was telling them like, yeah, my room at the end of the day could just be a tornado because I work from my room. That's where my office is. And every day I essentially trash my bedroom and then I clean it up. And I've just been doing this my entire life for as long as I could remember. And he looked at me and he was like, that's not being messy. You're just living your life. You're just being a human. So that's where I'm going to leave you. 
how many times are we apologizing when we really can just be saying and accepting, I'm just living. If you enjoyed this episode, as always, please DM me on Instagram. It means so much to hear from you, to hear that you're resonating. It's not weird. It's not awkward. Please let me know because right now you're just this mystery person that is a one-way street. And I love, love, love the community that we're building and all the connections. This truly is a co-creation If you can, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can only leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. So that would be so helpful as the podcast grows. And you can head over to samanthabove.com forward slash intuition if you are looking for some weekend plans to do this weekend that are a lot of fun that you can do with your girlfriends or solo that are designed to help you strengthen your intuition. It's my free gift to you. I will see you next week. 